Hello, hello, you are listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, music, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So come on, let's go. Literary treats await. Good evening, everyone. This is Sally Moon, and it is 4.34 p.m. on 12-4-2021. So, many of you probably have Spotify. If you don't, you should get it. It's pretty good. Anyway, 2021 wrapped up is here, and they wrap it up for the podcaster as well. So, um, you have your music side of things, and then you have your podcaster side of things. So I just want to go through the analytics of that briefly. And then also, Anchor is where I record. Anchor actually has some analytics that I wanted to talk to you about. This isn't um, necessarily a 2021 wrap-up. It's just more of like, they give you like the different countries you're in, and you know whether your audience is female or male, and what age they are, and things like that. So I thought you'd kind of be interested in that. And then later on, I will talk about what's going on in my life and then finish up with some walking quotes and also some, probably some walking themed music just for funsies because walking is my new thing. Well, I'm trying to walk. Um, So that's the new thing with me. Hang tight. Okay, so as I said before, if you're a Spotify member, what they do every year is they wrap up all your songs into a nice, neat little playlist, all the hundred songs that you actually frequented. Some of the songs, I'm like, how did that get on there? And oh, I didn't realize I listened to that one so much. But um, they do it for podcasters as well. And uh, it just gives you a little information about how much your podcast has grown, if it has grown. And then um, just a couple other tidbits. So I'm just pulling it up right now. It says Spotify for podcasters. And it says, first things first, you have had a lot of firsts this year. And I have to click down. Hopefully that's not annoying for you hearing that clicking. On January 31st, you released your first episode of the year called Embrace Your Body. That's a pretty good one. And... It says, your show made some new friends in new places. You got your first streams in Ecuador. Huh, Ecuador. And you have had some impressive growth this year. We can't wait for what you do next. And it says, increase of 8% streams and increase of 3% followers. I thought my podcast was growing and (laughs) it has. You know, you can actually see on the Anchor website, um, it actually shows you how many episodes are playing each day, and you can kind of see this little graph, this little, it looks like a, looks like an EKG, like all these different lines going up and down. And when you look at the space at the bottom of it, it seems like it's, the space is getting taller, meaning that more episodes are being played. And um, this just shows me that that's true. All right, it says, in 2021, you and your fans had a moment. Many of them actually 
four fans listen to your podcast more than any other podcast. Hmm. I know it's a small number, but you have to start somewhere. Sorry if there's so much space in between here. Okay, 34% of your fans listen to you between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., making it the most popular time. Your podcast is high on their to-do list. (laughs) You released 897 minutes of content across 24 episodes. Please remember to drink water. (laughs) and the last one thank you for sharing your 2021 with us same time next year well of course spotify all right moving along to the analytics on the anchor website So when you're in this uh, podcast land and people, <laughs> they, they once in a while reach out to you, but not very often. I don't have a website and I don't know if it's so user-friendly to actually leave a voicemail for somebody, but you're kind of in this space where you're just kind of putting information out there and you're not really sure if anyone's really liking it or how they feel about it. You don't get feedback. So the only way you can really tell if people enjoy your stuff is if they come back and they keep listening. And so we're just going to go through the analytics here. All right. How many all-time plays have I had? I have had 18,385 plays on the podcast. That's a lot of, that's a lot of listen time. All right, and let's see, what does this include? This includes um, number of times your podcast episodes have been streamed or downloaded across all listening platforms. All right, so this can either represent an automatic download or somebody listening. So I guess it is listening time, but also just downloads. That's a lot of downloads. All right, estimated audience. Now you might think, oh, she probably has 100 listeners. No, no. Um, I think for a while there, I was averaging about 12, then it was up to about 16. And now this year it's about 23. So it says average audience size, the average number of plays each of your episodes get within 30 days after publishing. This is a stand in for your current audience size, 23 people. And I oftentimes wonder who are these 23 people? Well, I can tell you one thing. My sisters, both my sisters listen to this podcast. So who else is listening? Raise your hand. All right. Unique listeners. Now, this is a category where it says it's a distinct device determined by IP address that downloaded or streamed your podcast in the past week. 10 unique listeners in the last week have downloaded this podcast. All right, and then we're gonna go down to, let's see, top episodes. We'll talk about the top episodes in a moment. All right, so my very first episode 
was on April 4th, 2018. Yes, I had three plays. <laughs> so that's not my most popular one. Think about it. It's almost 2022. And my first episode was 2018. Okay. So top episodes. Top episodes means the most played episodes in your selected time range, ranked by number of plays. So my top episode was released on June 19th, 2019. It's my Amy Winehouse episode. I've had 632 plays on it, which is pretty impressive in my opinion. My next top episode was, oh, I released it the same day. That's strange. Um, 293 plays. This is the Anne Sexton one, probably because Anne Sexton's name <laughs> has sex in it. That's what I'm thinking. They're like, ooh, who's this Anne Sexton woman? Well, it was a poem um, I read of hers, and uh, I don't know. I mean, Anne Sexton is great, but... I just have to think to myself, I wonder what, <laughs> probably think that. Anyway, that's my own uh, thought process on that. September 14th, 2019, I released one about Pablo Neruda. I read one of his poems and that got 289. Yeah, very, very popular episode. And then the next two are my book readings, um, Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, which is so strange because <sighs> I only did about a fourth of the book. 278 plays, people liked it. And then also Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. 236 plays, but I've re-released that, so that might change. Um what else after that my sober curious episode that was one of my most popular um, non-literary really non-literary based episodes it was really just a thing I was going through at the time 274 plays I still am very very extremely proud of that episode because um, it's something that really just jump-started um, my own sort of like control over my consumption. Um, I think I would define myself as more of a sober curious person and more of a moderation management kind of person at this point. I'm definitely, I could never start like a, a sober power. Like there's this woman that I listen to once in a while when I'm looking for kind of like inspiration to stay a little bit, you know, on the cleaner side. Her name is sober. I believe it's sober powered. Um, excellent podcast if you want to know any kind of um, more of the medical side or the scientific side of why it's good to abstain and um, anyway I do listen to her once in a while I think it's it's really helpful to have like those people in your back pocket when you need it um, yeah so anyway uh, and then after that, let's see what it, oh, word porn, of course, 194 plays word porn, of course, they're gonna, you know, sex sells, right? Sometimes I wonder, gosh, should I put more sexy stuff on this podcast? I would like if people would reach out to me. All right, moving along to where people are located.
This is where we're going to get into the nitty gritty geographic location, my listeners. All right, 79% are from the United States, and we can even break it down further. We can see how many people, like what percentages are from Minnesota, California, Washington, Texas, all that sort of thing. So I'm just going to give you the rundown. All right, 41% are from California. I can even break that down further and tell you like what cities they're from. Minnesota, since you know we're in Minnesota, I'm going to say exactly where people are from. 13% are from Minnesota. Okay, so now this this is so weird to go through that I can literally see where people are from. Okay, um, Minis- Okay, so Minneapolis, 30%, St. Paul, 28 Anoka, 25 Andover, 6%, Plymouth, 5%, Mound, 4%, Eden Prairie, less than 1%, Burnsville, less than 1%, Altura, less than 1%, less than 1 for Hopkins, less than 1 for Warhead, Winona, Cottage Grove, Savage, uh, Hutchinson, and Thief River Falls. Isn't that crazy that I can literally see where people are listening to me? Um, It doesn't give me any data, like who you are or what your philosophy in life is. (laughs) It just tells me what city my listeners are from. I even have 5% in the United Kingdom. Okay. 91% are from England. I even have 5% from Scotland, 3% Wales, and less than one of Northern Ireland, which is cool. Um, this might be boring for you, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of exciting for me. Maybe it's exciting for you if I mention your uh, where you live. Okay, 2% Ireland, 2% Sweden, 2% Canada, 2% Australia, less than one Spain, less than one Japan. I have people from Japan. All the ones on my list are less than 1%. Norway, France, Germany, India, Netherlands, Finland, New Zealand, Russia, Brazil, and Morocco, uh, Mexico, Philippines, Switzerland, Denmark, Belgium, Turkey, South Africa, Ecuador, Italy, Singapore, Indonesia, Czech Republic, Sudan, Pakistan, Argentina, Israel, Malaysia, South Korea, Portugal, Chile, Poland, Algeria, Austria, United Arab Emirates, oh, sorry, Mauritania, Taiwan, Republic of Korea, Cambodia, China, Romania, Estonia, Mongolia, Peru, Vietnam, Hong Kong, Colombia, Trinidad and Tobago, Ghana, Sri Lanka, Thailand, Slovenia, Greece, Croatia, Iran, Ukraine, Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, Oman, Bulgaria, Puerto Rico, Bolivia, Armenia, Barbados, Tanzania, Kuwait, Republic of Moldova, Luxembourg, Malta, Kenya, Iceland, Slovakia, Guatemala, Macedonia, Zambia, Iraq, Venezuela, Hungary, Cuba, Paraguay, Macau, Mauritius, Bangladesh, Egypt, Dominican Republic, Senegal, Albania, Nepal, Costa Rica, Zimbabwe, Myanmar, New Caledonia, Hasamite Kingdom of Jordan, 
Lebanon. Can you freaking believe it? I can't freaking believe it. That's a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, how in the world are they even finding me? I have no idea. Um, and I don't know if they like what they're hearing. So that's the thing. It's like, I'm kind of just in space. Like I'm like a little puppy dog in the water, just swimming. Just my little paws are like this, trying to keep my head above water. Just doing my thing. Just swimming in this lake. Where are the fish? That's what I want to know. Um, okay. On to the next section. And this is going to be about, um, how you listen, what platform you listen on. All right. So there are several listening platforms. One of the top listening platforms are Apple Podcasts, 29%. Next would be Anchor. Anchor is the app that I record on, 11%. Spotify, a very small 6%. Web browser, whatever that means, 2%. And then the biggest portion is other, 52%. So, hmm, not really sure what other means. It could be Stitcher. It could be um, Radio, I think it's Radio Public, Radio Republic. So, you know, other places, Overcast, could be all those other different um podcast apps that we have. All right. Now, what kind of genders are listening to me? We'll just put this all in the same one because that was a pretty small segment. Genders. I thought perhaps more men would listen to me just because I don't know why I felt that way. I just thought maybe they would. But a whopping 57% of females listen to me. And I don't know why. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's because I talk about topics that females enjoy. Uh, body positivity. Maybe it's my book choices. Maybe I give a good, you know, good advice. I have no idea. And then males, 41% are listening to me. I even have 1% non-binary. And I have 1% not specified. Okay. The age groups that listen to me, this blew my mind because I just figured that majority of my listeners were probably in their 30s or 40s. I I just assumed. But uniquely, oddly, (laughs) 24% of my listeners are between the ages of 23 and 27. Yeah. This is... The, actually, this is the age group that I work with, um, typically when I'm working. Most of the people I work with are around 23, maybe 22. So that is interesting. They know I podcast, but I don't think any of them listen to it. My next highest group at 20% is age range between 18 to 34. I'm sorry, 28 to 34. I said 18, sorry. 28 to 34 years old. Okay. Part of me wonders, is this the group of people that kind of frequent podcasts in general more so than like, if you had to look at who listens to podcasts in this world, 
what age group would be the people that listen to podcasts the most. And part of me is thinking that maybe that 23 to 34 age group might be the people that frequent podcasts more, but I could be completely wrong. And then my next group down here, 19%, 18 to 22. And maybe they're looking for advice from me. I don't know. Maybe they have small children and they're listening to Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. You know, these are the things that blow my mind. Um, I even have younger people, 0 to 17, 9% that are listening to me. Maybe they're listening to Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. I really don't know. And then the age group that I assumed was listening to me. So we'll just say, you know, like 35 to whatever, older. I'm going to group this together because it's 13% each. They have a grouping of 35 to 44 and then 45 to 59. So let's just group them together because it's the identical percentage. 35 to 59, that group, 13% of the listenership. So all of that kind of blew my mind. Um, Yeah, moving along. Okay, so as many of you know, I did tear my ACL and my meniscus. I had surgery. I am now six weeks post-surgery. It was the longest six weeks of my life because I was non-weight-bearing and I had to be on crutches. Um, I spent a lot of time on my couch. I have a permanent dent on my couch. (laughs) I have uh, successfully drained my entire family of... (laughs) (laughs) of everything because they had to pretty much get me everything and just take on so many more duties and I know that they realize how much I did in the home and they're all looking forward to me getting back to normal well I'm getting really sick and tired of being dependent on everyone it took a lot of um it took a lot of time to get used to that and I think I've said thank you more times in my life than I ever have. So anyway, I am now day two of attempting to put weight on my foot because I saw the doctor. So I'm starting to walk with crutches, both feet on the ground. I believe it or not, had to YouTube how to exactly do that because it's not intuitive. Um, I was doing it actually wrong. So this lady said, you have to extend your leg, making sure that you start walking with your heel first and then when you put your foot back to make sure that you're pushing off with your toes and if you don't do that you will have a limp um so there's just certain things that you have to do before you move on to having one crutch and then once you do that then you can move on to no crutches and then you lose the brace after that but all along i have to wear the brace um You know how when you have a sunburn and your skin is really like tender and it feels swollen and it feels like, it almost feels like your skin is so swollen that it's going to burst open. Well, that's how my, the bottom of my feet feel, my foot that hasn't touched the ground. So when I step, it actually feels like a sunburn arm, you know, like just that real like blistered um, skin that's just going to pop open like a grape. That's what it, that's what it feels like. 
but I'm trying to get used to it. And uh, today was my first escapade to Target with my husband because I'm not driving. He had to drive me, of course. And uh, it went pretty well. I was, I was um, pretty comfortable and, you know, all smiles the whole time. So happy days are, are here at last. Um, what else was I going to say? So I thought I would pick a couple, you know, poems that deal with walking because that's what's going on in my life. And I'll end this podcast with some super fun songs that have to do with walking as well. So hang tight. This one is entitled, She Walks in Beauty. She walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies. And all that's best of dark and bright meets in her aspect and her eyes. Thus mellowed to that tender light, which heaven to gaudy day denies. One shade the more, one ray the less, half impaired the nameless grace, which waves in every raven tress, or softly lightens o'er her face, where thoughts serenely sweet express. How pure, how dear their dwelling place. And on that cheek and o'er that brow, so soft, so calm yet eloquent the smile that win the tints that glow but tell of days in goodness spent a mind at peace with all below a heart whose love is innocent that is by lord byron this is kind of a cute one from atticus The earth was drunk, and it stumbled along as I walked steadily home from the bar. (laughs) Here's just a little tiny quote from Charles Bukowski, one of my favorite poets. What matters most is how well you walk through the fire. Yay! And the last quote that I'll read... I had a little emotional. (laughs) Have you ever read something and all of a sudden when you're reading it, all of a sudden you just like burst out in this emotion that you just didn't even anticipate? Well, on Thanksgiving, we always go around the room and we, we ask what we're thankful for, what we're grateful for. And, you know, of course, (laughs) in my, my kids um, list, some video game is mentioned or, you know, like some accomplishment they've done on one of their video games, you know, and among other things. And, um, and it came to my time. And of course, you know, I thanked everyone for being so helpful. And I said, you know, I'm so grateful to have my body and, and I appreciate my health and I'm so looking forward to walking. And I said, wait, let me pull up a quote that I really love, and I start reading it. I don't want to choke up right now, but I start reading it, and I just literally lost it. I literally freaking lost everything, and I just start crying. And (laughs) my husband and 
my two boys came and were like comforting my my third my middle son is actually <laughs> he he is a very um he has um an emotional he he's very like he's one of those people that um he has emotions but he's very very um strong when it comes to witnessing people that are going through something and um he he's just basically like a rock you know so i didn't expect him to come over and like oh it's okay mom you know he's um he's a unique individual he'd probably be a really good surgeon you know like i think surgeons probably have to have a very like even keel set of emotions and they're you know they can control the situation and they're very logical and level-headed and he reminds me of that kind of style of person but anyway so i will read you the quote okay this is by martin luther king jr and i think i've read it on here before martin luther king jr all right if you can't fly then run if you can't run then walk if you can't walk then crawl but whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And that's exactly what you have to do. This is my part of it. That's exactly what you have to do in this life. Because believe me, um, when you have just about all of your bodily, your your normalcy and your your bodily control taken away from you, you have to do what you have to do. And, uh, I've learned that. I've learned that a lot. Okay. Moving along. All right. This is my outro people. I hope you enjoyed knowing a little bit more about who's listening to this podcast. Maybe you were in there raising your hand like, that's me. That's me. I'm in that age category. I'm a female. (laughs) I listened to that Amy Winehouse episode. I hope it touched somebody. And um, thank you so much for your listenership. Thank you for downloading my episodes, taking a chance on me, and sticking with me. I hope to keep coming back and expanding things and ah, trying to improve things. And I hope I'm touching some lives out there and inspiring people to try different, different things like maybe my Sober Curiosity, Sober Curious podcast kind of helped somebody tame their wild ways (laughs) I hope that maybe my freedom 2021 made somebody feel just a little bit better about embracing who they are and um, you know cheers to 2022 coming up here soon um, that we all can be a little bit brighter and a little bit more helpful to everyone else all right here comes my walking songs are you ready huh you ready i'm ready all right have some fun and happy saturday night hi guys actually I am no longer going to do the Spotify playlist because I found out that this whole episode only ends up on Spotify so nobody else can hear it. And I always wondered why my listenership was lower on the ones where I did a playlist or a couple songs. So I will no longer be doing that. 
Um, I want my podcast episode to go to all of the platforms because I put a lot of work and thought into my podcast episodes and I didn't want it to go to just one, one platform. So that is why I promised you some walking songs. There were three on there and I've removed them. So new, new way of going about things. All right. Have a good night.